changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. We talked with Christian Cusato on Friday about how families and friends can take care of themselves and better handle the Alzheimer's and dementia journey with someone they love. One of the keys is that you have to let go of the person you used to know and the facts that you know are true and accept the new reality, the new world that person lives in. This was one of the key messages I learned from our books about caregiving, and I've used it in my own life. When my father states an absurd fact, I just let it go, unless it's something that relates to his health and well-being. But his incorrect assertions of fact about his past or other people's pasts His use of alternative facts, well, that's just what happens to a brain in the world of dementia. And there's no point trying to correct those statements when a person isn't in a position to do any harm to anyone. I got a text, for example, from one of my father's aides congratulating me on being the first woman ever to graduate from Harvard. Of course, that was not true. But I saw how my father got there, and I just let it go. In our best-selling book about dementia, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Living with Alzheimer's and Other Dementias, we have a great piece about this by Jenny Dubose, who works in a senior housing community for seniors who need some assistance with daily living but can still have their own apartments. She sees the frustration that families go through, and she gets comments from them like, I don't know how you people do it. I can't deal with just one elderly parent. And here you are having to work day in and day out with so many of them. Of course, it helps when you're not related to one of those seniors who is challenging you so profoundly. But Ginny says the answer is simple. She and her colleagues just join whatever journey the elderly person is on. They don't know the person who the family remembers. They just know this new person, so it's easier for them to accept this person. There's no regret, no past history. No nostalgia for the brilliant person who used to be, the person who raised four kids while going to college, or the person who built a company from the ground up, or the person who used to run every volunteer activity in town. Ginny and her team accept the new person who is aggravating and forgetful and incontinent. Ginny recalls one time when one of the residents became agitated during an afternoon rainstorm. The resident was wearing her raincoat and looking for an umbrella so she could go outside. Her daughter was trying to reason with her and tell her that she didn't need to put on a raincoat. Ginny asked the elderly woman, who had Alzheimer's, why she needed to go outside. And the lady replied that she had to meet her children at the bus stop. They would be coming home from school soon, and she didn't want them to get wet. Instead of telling her that her children were all grown up and there was no bus stop, Ginny quickly assured the woman that her neighbor was picking up the children and would bring them home. That satisfied her, and she took off her raincoat and became calm again. That was a great example of how you can join the person with dementia in her world instead of trying to bring her back to reality. If you can just relax about what is real in your world and join the person in his or her world, things are so much easier. I know I told you the story of Doris Letty in a podcast last April, but it's one of my favorite stories about dealing with an elderly person's new reality, so it deserves repeating. Doris told us about her mom, who had dementia, and had decided that she was an ex-World War II fighter pilot. 
She was very upset because she felt that she hadn't done a good enough job during the war of protecting the children. Doris didn't try to tell her mother that she had never been a World War II fighter pilot. Instead, she assured her mother that she had saved lots of children during the war and she had done a great job. Then Doris's mother got it in her head that she was going to get some kind of special commendation and medal from the government for her service. She said the government had called her to tell her about the medal. Doris and her daughter went along with that, too. And in fact, they made a big deal out of it. For Doris's mother's next birthday, which Doris figured would be the last one her mother would enjoy, they bought a medal at a store and they made up a certificate of honor on the computer. And at the birthday party, they gave Doris's mother the certificate and the medal, and everyone in the restaurant they were in applauded and cheered for her. She loved it. And it didn't hurt anyone to go into Doris's mother's world and let her enjoy herself there. So as Ginny DuBose says, join the journey. Love them for who they are in this moment. It's not easy loving someone with Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia, but it's a lot easier when you love the new person they've become and join them on their journey. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back tomorrow for another lesson in relaxing when confronted with someone who is thinking differently. We're going to talk about the millions of people in America who are living with traumatic brain injuries and how you can understand and support them.